You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back to the 750. I am your O, RJ Ochoa. He is your 75, two-time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer, fresh off of what we hope was a fantastic Memorial Day weekend. Uh, likewise, for everybody else who's listening and joining us, it is Tony Casillas, TC. What up? I'm doing great, RJ. And yes, uh, to your point, it was a great Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I think everyone had heavy hearts thinking about all, all the uh, the people who lost their lives in Uvalde and then... Uh, secondly, uh, how can we forget about the people who fought and died for our freedom? So it was a great weekend. Got a chance to go see my son in Austin, and uh, it was a it was a nice weekend, brother. How about yourself? I had a, a fantastic weekend with the family. Um, watched a lot of uh, stuff, like some TV shows and movies. Just kind of you know that kind of recharging sort of weekend. Uh, no grilling or anything like that here. Uh, my wife and I actually spent Memorial Day. Uh, car shopping. I know I had talked to you about that. Um, so that part of it sucked, but we did kind of narrow the scope. So we're getting closer, uh, which is a good thing. Um, I saw on the subject of your son that he was mowing the lawn and that you were not. What was that moment like? Uh, just, you know, was, was it finally like, this is why we did it. This is why we had the kids. So he could do all these chores. Well, actually, my wife took the picture because it's kind of full circle when you have kids and when you grow up and you're you're mowing the yard and they're sitting there watching you and they don't ask for your help or anything like that. I mean, that's just part of the whole process. Mm -hmm. I'm sure unless uh, you're like, unless uh, like me and my old man, he said, get your ass out here, mow the yard. (laughs) But so uh, my wife, it it captured this picture of me watching him mow his yard with his electric mower, by the way, uh, because it's not, and it's a lot smaller than mine, but it was just kind of interesting to see me watch him mow his lawn and me sit there and watch. And I wasn't going to ask if he needed any help. He, he had it down. So it just kind of put everything in perspective of where we at and kind of a, really a proud moment to watch That's your awesome. son have the American dream and own his house like yourself. And I mean, it just makes you feel proud, but it was pretty interesting to sit there and just <laughs> and see him mowing his old yard and the old man sitting there watching. But, you know, by the way, we did. We did go and watch one of the greatest movies of all time. Yes, I'm going to crown it. That would be Top Gun Maverick. It wow. Was, we, we talked about it last week. And, and, and look, it's this sounds kind of kind of a little mushy. I'm trying to think about and maybe just unreal it. But it was a perfect movie, RJ. It really was. It was a perfect movie from top to bottom. Unless you're laughing. Them people can't see us on what we're doing our, our Zoom uh, you know, our podcast here. But, but but as far as just the context of where it began, I mean, first of all, it starts off just falls to the wall. I mean, it's badass from the beginning to the end of the storyline. And I would go watch it multiple times. That's how good it is. Well, um, it's definitely on my list, especially after you called it a perfect movie. Now, I will say <laughs> one thing, and I, I haven't seen it, but so you can tell me if I'm wrong. 
it has the vibe to me. There are certain movies that they can be great movies, but if you don't see them at the right time, the effect is lost on you. So to me, and I'll give you a different example. Um, did you watch the new Spider-Man that came out last year? Spider-Man? Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, this time last year. It, it, yeah. it came out actually, um, I don't know if it was in December, but it was like the fall. Oh, right, right, right. Fall, it fall, was winter. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the last, I mean, I don't have a problem spoiling it for anybody at this point, but well, I won't spoil the major stuff. But the last scene um, is, is Spider-Man like swinging through the city and he's like sliding through snow and stuff. And there's like Christmas lights around him. If you watched that for the first time in the middle of July, it'd be weird because there's like Christmas stuff. It's cold out there. You know, like it was cool that we all watched it in the wintertime, like around Christmas time. Like it made sense. And so to that point, I think if you watch Top Gun Maverick in Christmas time when it's cold and dreary and dark outside, it wouldn't have the same effect. I think it's like a summer. You have to go watch it during the summer, like when it's hot outside and people are wearing tank tops on the beach the way the soldiers or the pilots or whatever are. In the, in the scene in the movie, I'm not want to do any spoiler spoiler uh, busters or spoiler. Uh, I don't want to uh, you know, spoiler you know, to spoil the uh, you know the movie in, in itself because it's got so many things going on for it. But it does reference to that and it references to the football. So which mm -hmm. you know, it's so appropriate that you and I do That's right. the blog the seven five zero. But it had so many. You know, and I did. It was Spider Man. It was last uh, December. Seems like it's been longer than that, but that was a tremendous movie. But I don't know. It, it, sometimes you get all the hype about something. It's like it, it's like any. It's like a game that we watch. It, it's mm -hmm. like the Cowboys playing in the playoffs. Like, there's so much hype. There's so much hype. The Cowboys are gonna they're gonna roll the 49ers, and it was just such a disappointing moment for Cowboy fans. Not this movie. This movie just encapsulated a lot of different things and. I will recommend this. Go watch the first Top Gun. Just kind of preface yourself and kind of understand the characters. But it's a it's a fascinating movie. That's all I can say. And, and look, I don't say a whole lot. I think we all just we, we expect the expectations of a movie to be great, and sometimes we're let down. No, not this movie. They they did a, a tremendous job, and and all the stunts and everything. The the, the how they filmed it and they shot these scenes it's just ridiculous but uh yeah it was that's one thing we did on world day weekend i'm glad we did it that's awesome well um you know don't say the 750 it doesn't give you non-football stuff it just gave you some movie reviews um so well done um well done by uh tom cruise i guess putting together top gun um another uh thing that was put together my awful segue uh pro football focus tony uh put together a list that had the top three players on every single NFL team. Obviously we don't care about 31 of those, uh, but their list of Dallas Cowboys players was interesting. Um, and so they didn't really explain um, what their evaluation process was like. Cause if you, if you do the most important players on the Cowboys, obviously there's, there's positional importance, right? Like Dak Prescott is inherently the most important player. Um, but so it was just the top three players. So without, you knowing who do you think give me one guess give me one person who you think was in their top three well i have a list here so okay. uh, I, I am somewhat surprised um well not surprised maybe by one so it was I, zach I, martin michael zach, parsons and tyron smith. smith so who are you and, surprised by um i don't know i think maybe you could have put uh not maybe i would say dak maybe third or maybe even Trayvon Diggs, uh, third. 
but I, if you if you look at the whole if you if you look at everything that's in, I guess involved in, in picking these top three players, you talk about obviously Micah last year, tremendous, ridiculous year. Zach Martin, without a doubt, first ballot Hall of Famer, and what he means to this team. Tyron, I guess if you look if he's with if he's playing sixteen games out of the season, if you factor that in, I, I can understand the top three players, but. Maybe you're looking at what they've done over the career and consistency. Right. And again, when they're healthy. Uh, but I'm not surprised. I, I think when you look back, maybe in another 10 years, that'd be, you ask yourself who were the top three players. And if you say Tyron, I, I, I hope you, you don't want to say Tyron. I hope you want to say Dak Prescott because Dak Prescott is the, the guy that really is going to have to have a lot of success with the, to move the needle on this team. So to be fair to PFF, they did uh, note that Dak and Demarcus Lawrence were part of the consideration, but obviously we're not part of their top three. I agree with you. You know, we talk so much about how um, how this offseason Cowboys fans have become so apathetic and there's been this like shift and people don't care. I think there's been a shift when it comes to Tyron Smith and not that this is new information, but I, I think the average Cowboys fan who pays attention is of the mindset, yeah, Tyron's great, but he's he's kind of a you know he's kind of a hindrance because you don't know like you you really you can't count on him and it's not his fault like I don't, I don't nobody's sitting here and blaming him but you can't count on him to play a full season so it's just a matter of when when does when does this you know egg land on our face like when when do we have and they don't really have a plan at swing tackle right now unless you count Josh Ball or Matt well let's go um, and so it's different like. I think you're right. Like when healthy Tyron is one of the best left tackles in the NFL, maybe the best. Right. But how often is that? And so like, it's a matter of, I would rather trust or say that Dak Prescott is better or more valuable or whatever, because he's much more likely going to be available for the duration of the season where Tyron is. And I think people maybe gauge this off and maybe some of the, when this, this list came out and you and I are talking about it and debating it, who belongs in the top three, I think maybe the Cowboy Nation looks looks at this when Tyron's not on the field, the, how this team, how it changes, the whole dynamic. And I think maybe that's like, well, we, he's not on the field enough. He's hurt too much. But when he's on the field and he's 100%, this team is much better. You don't have to really worry about that blind side. And then I think it gets kind of lost in, well, he's not out there enough. So maybe he's a liability. And, and I, I understand both points of that. It, but I, maybe it's a, a lot with respect and what he's done with his career, because without a doubt, he's been one of the, the top tack, you know, the left tackles in the National Football League. But we really haven't seen that over the last three or four years because he's had injury problems. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't played a full season since 2015. Yeah. I mean, the, at this point, you know, over half of his career has has been filled with seasons that he didn't play all of. Um, and again, that's just, that's part of the game, right? Like nobody, nobody's sitting here saying like Tyron sucks because he gets hurt. Like he, I mean, he's a very physical player. Um, but so I, I don't like, you got to have Micah Parsons in your top three Cowboys. You got to have Zach Martin. Um, I think people forget like, cause there was this idea that Zach was also starting to like get bit by the injury bug. He only missed one game last year. And I don't know mm -hmm. if you recall, it was the season opener because he landed on the COVID list. And that was like kind of a surprise at the 11th hour. But other than that, I mean, he was totally healthy. Um, obviously, though, he's, he's getting up there uh, as far as age. But so Micah and, and Zach, I think you're right. If it's not Dak, it's Trayvon Dix. I mean, but I, I understand that people are a little bit on the fence and saying like, well, OK, he's not going to get that many interceptions again. 
uh, what's Trayvon going to look like in 2022? Because like, that's like, if he's a shutdown corner, then yeah, he's one of the very best players on your team, but like you might just, there might be a huge regression there and you might just get some average player on defense. Yeah, so here's my thinking. I would much rather have my quarterback being in a top three list. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm looking at this list, and, I, and, and we can look at it with other different things. And I'm scrolling up, and I'm looking at, uh, you know, the each team. And really, the teams that have done well, that are legit, a legitimate factor in postseason play, like the great the Aaron Rodgers, the Josh Allen's, those the Aaron Rodgers, those type of quarterbacks, they land on that list. Not to say you can't do it, but I I want to see I want to see Dak on that list every year. Right. I, at least be part of it. It doesn't have to be the number one player. And again, it's very subjective by this uh, by Pro Football Focus, and I, I understand what they're factoring in, but. You know, for me, for my comfort comfortability, uh, I would want to see, I would want to see Dak Prescott on that list every time. Right, and I think the fact that, because you're you're right, you talk about, and I don't know, like where the list stops for you or me or whoever, but like you talk about Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. um, Tom Brady, right? Like you you do a list of the best three players on their teams. It's like the the list starts with them. You know what I'm saying? So. It is a little disappointing that, you know, that you can even make an argument for three players ahead of Dak Prescott, um, who you said you have the list in front of you. I'm, I'm pulling it up. But but without looking, I don't know if you looked at this part of the list. Does Matthew Stafford crack the list for the Rams? Like if you do a list of the three best Rams. Well, I you haven't got, looked at it. Right. So, uh, so OK, so we you, we haven't cheated. Tony hasn't. No, looked. no, I have not cheated. I, so, I don't have to cheat because uh, I just try to come in here with an open mind and, right. not, and, and not Google everything on our broadcast. So if you make a list of the top three players on the world champs, the Rams, I think. And again, like Matthew Stafford, we're about to think about it, but you have to talk about Aaron Donald and Cooper Cooper Cup. Cup. Right. So those those are two of your three. So then it becomes a matter of, is Matthew Stafford your third? Because like we just said, you, if you're an elite team, you want to have your quarterback be in the top three. So is it Matthew Stafford as your third on the Rams? Or is it Jalen Ramsey, who's one of the best quarterbacks in the game? Well, if, it was my, if, I, was, if I was choosing the top three, I'd put Matthew Stafford at three. I don't even know the list. Yeah, we can confirm to it. Now <laughs> let's, let's, do, let's see if Matthew Stafford made the top three. But I just look – he did not. Well <laughs> – it was so that the Rams top three by Pro Football Focus uh, was Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey and Cooper Cup. And again, they they do put um, for this whole list players who they also considered. Like I said, they had Dak and um, uh, and DeMarcus Lawrence for the Cowboys. They do have Matthew Stafford. So he's he's like fourth on the Rams. But but like that speaks to like Aaron Donald, Jalen Ramsey and Cooper Cup would be the three best players on the Cowboys, except for maybe Micah Parsons. You know what I mean? Like they just have a very talented roster to where, but you the know. Cowboys, but I hate to say this. I don't want, I don't want to piss anyone off, but it is true. They don't have an Aaron Donald on the roster and they don't have a Cooper Cup. That's true. And I guess Jalen Ramsey, I guess you could say Trayvon Diggs. And to this point, because I'm all about super winning Super Bowls, brother, they don't have a Matthew Stafford. It's, I mean, I think you can make an argument that Dallas is closer to having a Matthew Stafford um, on their roster than they are. I mean, well, 
So you can make well, let, me reframe, let me reframe that. I guess I'll look at everything when it comes to winning Super Bowls, wins championships. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's – but Aaron Donald, I guess you could compare him to Micah Parsons. But Micah Parsons – Micah Parsons is an amazing player, but he's no Aaron Donald. Agreed? I mean, they're different. Um, I, I think – and I'm not trying to, like, cape for Micah, but what I will say, I think Aaron Donald, T.J. Watt – and Micah Parsons, and maybe like maybe you could then then you have like other guys like Nick Bosa, Joey Bosa, Von Miller at his peak. I think you can put them all in a box of this this player is a monster along the uh, like as a pass rusher in in some way, shape, or form. Because I, I, it's obviously Micah doesn't play defensive tackle, right? Like obviously Aaron Donald doesn't line up out wide every single time. So if we're if we're loosening the definition a little bit. The Cowboys have a version of that, but obviously Aaron Donald is better. But, you know. Well, I, I, and, and look, I'm, it, Micah, it's his second year. Aaron Donald's been in the league. What, right, right, seven, right. Uh, so it's a little different. And the way he affects the whole the game plan. And, and Micah is, is that type of guy. He's on his way. The trajectory is on that way. But I'm just looking, I'm just looking at this list and being a little bit more, uh, I, I would say, uh, um, critical. Because I think at this point, when you look at these lists, that's what people do. And and look, I think the Cowboys, they got the, certainly the personnel. But I'm looking into, in, 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 in terms of, you know, what, what they did beyond the regular season. And maybe that's not fair. But anyway, I, I really, Cooper Cup and CeeDee Lamb, he's, he's, he's going to be the dude this next year. But Cooper Cup, he set every re- wide receiver record in the national football league. I mean, he was amazing last year and a lot that had to do with Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford got in the ball, but um, I think that's a, this is a tremendous argument for people. And this will be a tremendous argument on social media, a tremendous argument with you and I, when we do our podcast and people hear what I had to say about the Rams player compared to the Cowboys player, but we're it's, it's, it's a point where you got to be a little bit brutally honest and, and really measure that. That's the measurables. It's the measurables on what you do in a postseason play. And your quarterback is, is, is one of the big parts of that. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I agree. And so you're right. Like in a perfect world, you know, Dak would be involved here. I do think it's interesting when you look at like around the division and this is now back to PFF's list, but like looking at the Eagles, we, we agree that the Eagles are Dallas's like main competition, right? In the NFC East, like no disrespect to the Giants or commanders. Um, their three best players on the Eagles roster are Lane Johnson, 
AJ Brown, who they traded for this year, um, and Jordan Mailata. And then the also considered, you know, category where Dak was for the Cowboys, they have uh, one, two, three, four, five players, and none of them are Jalen Hurts. So in in PFF's estimation, the franchise quarterback here isn't even in the eight best players on Didn't the even get roster. Considered. No, and and one of them is James Bradbury, who they listed, who they signed last week. Mm-hmm. I mean, so like they literally just added a dude in May who PFF thinks is better than their franchise quarterback. And so does that make Dak better? No. Does that make us feel better? Kind of. Right. Because like, you know, the Eagles are, are maybe a better team, but they have a much, much worse quarterback. And so like, you know, I think it's totally conceivable that a year from now, like you said, we're doing this exercise and maybe Dak, maybe we're like Dak is number one. Like the, the fact that you didn't have Dak in this top three last year is stupid. But I mean, I think the Cowboys are fine. Um, it's just this is a reflection of how their season ended. The second half was really bad offensively and Dak was a big part of that. And if they do the midseason, you know, they, the, the midseason where they selected the players in the top three players, there's a good chance that Dak will be in the top three. Because mm-hmm. the eighth game of the season, and if you're looking at evaluating it that way, and as you mentioned, this exercise is the top three players on each, each team. If, you're, if your quarterback is playing well, and like Dak did last year, then he's going to make this list. Um, well, hopefully, um, hopefully Dak's on it. But, I, I mean, I can't see the list changing much a year from now outside of Dak, right? Like maybe Dak pushes Tyron off the list. Maybe Tyron mm-hmm. retires. I mean, who knows? Um, Trayvon has a chance, right? Like maybe if Trayvon has, you know, a lot of interceptions again or is a, is a great shutdown corner, he has a chance. Who, who else, like as, as we kind of wrap this up, who else has a chance to crack into the top three? I think there's only one other player who has a real shot. And Demarcus Lawrence. That's your Trayvon, other one. Okay, I went in a different Tray- direction. Trayvon Diggs. Um, uh, CeeDee Lamb. That's the one um, as far as I'm concerned. And, and you need it. Like, it has to be seated. Or if the Cowboys yeah. are successful, he has to make that kind of jump. Now, let me ask you a question. Would you rather all of your top three offensive players or your would it, your your top three players, you'd rather be offensive or defensive? In today's NFL, offensive. Yeah. I mean, and, but, like, if you told me – if you told me that a year from now, you and I and every Cowboys fan were in universal agreement that the three best players on the Cowboys roster were Dak Prescott – Micah Parsons and C.D. Lamb, I would be pumped. Like, I, yeah. I would be I would be ecstatic. I mean, no disrespect to Zach Martin or Trayvon Diggs or even Demarcus Lawrence, but, like, if those three dudes are balling, then 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 you're the Rams, right? Like, that's what – I mean, because, like you said, you think Matthew Stafford should be ahead of Jalen Ramsey. That's who they have, the pass rusher, the receiver, and the quarterback. And you have to have – you have you have to have your defense represent that list. It can't be mm-hmm. – I ask you the question – so my answer would be I'd rather I'd rather have two offense, two defense and one offense or vice versa, two offense, one defense, because you're going to get some contribution. People are going to be contributing a lot on the defensive side of the ball. Someone that's dominating some someone that's unique. You mentioned uh, C.J. Watt. You, know, you mentioned uh, we mentioned Aaron Donald, you know, these kind of guys, the Bolsa, the guys that are, are trendsetters. I mean, mm-hmm. those are guys you want. But I, I think it's a. It's a great list to, to debate and to really ask everyone, uh, who do you think your top three players are? Because I think it's I think every list may be different than than what they what they pick. Right. And I, it, it's so 
the, the list changes on how you define the list, right? Like who are the best three players who are the most important? Because again, if you're saying if you're, who's the most important, then, then Dak obviously makes the list. Then, then even Jalen hurts makes the list for Philadelphia because he's the quarterback, right? Like that's just the way things go. Um, so it's, it's difficult, you know, to do unless you understand how you're defining it. Um, last thing or two last things as we get out of here, Tony, number one, I realized last week that you did not congratulate me for picking Justin Thomas uh, to win the PGA Championship. So congratulations to me. You messed up. You thought John uh, Brown would win. So I forgot. Well, well done, <laughs> partner. Um, last thing for real. Hey, um, speaking of PGA, my 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 one of my best friends forever. He's from Tulsa, and he went to the PGA Championship. Okay, uh, you know, a couple of weekends ago, uh, and he 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 texted me and said, "Hey, I'm I'm at the pro shop. I get you a couple of hats." I said, "Yeah, give me a couple of hats." And I told him what size I wore. It's like one size fits all. Well, he sends me and, and look, I'm not, I appreciate it's a, it's the yeah, you're not counts, complaining, right? right? Yeah. But he sends me two hats and they're both too small for me. Mm. That's <laughs> what size, what size hat do you wear? <laughs> yeah. That's like, you, you got it. Like if you're getting a gift for somebody, you cannot get a fitted hat. Like it's gotta be, you gotta have the adjustable, the Velcro or the plastic clasps. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's common, common knowledge, you know, like, I mean, but congratulations. Well done on Justin thank you to Thomas. me. Uh, yeah. Shout out to me. Have you ever been there? I mean, cause you're Mr. Oklahoma. You've never been there. I've actually played the course brother. Of course you have. Yeah. yeah. When I think of Oklahoma, I think of two people. Well, I think of my wife first, <laughs> um, but I, but I think of two people after that. I think of Tony Casillas and oh, Carrie Underwood gosh. from Chakota. Yeah. Yeah. Chakota is real small. That's what Carrie Underwood likes to say. Um, is, that, is that condescending or is that, is, what is, is that sincere? That's the the truth. She has a song. It's, it's about uh, she's not in Chicago anymore. Uh, but OK, my last, last, last thing. Um, I also correctly predicted what would happen in the Western Conference finals. A week ago, I said the Mavericks would not get swept and that they would lose uh, on Thursday night like they did. Uh, but then you rebounded hard, no pun intended, with Top Gun Mavericks. So there was some Maverick success last week, of course. But um, the NBA finals are set, Tony. We have the Golden State Warriors facing off against the Boston Celtics. But. Did you know, and this is like making its way around the internet, that a streak was kept alive by the Celtics winning the East. So every year since 1947, the NBA Finals has featured somebody who was a former player for the New York Knicks in some way, shape or form. So like somebody who played for them at one point was on one of the teams in the finals or coaching on one of the teams in the finals every single year. Since 1947, has had somebody who passed through the New York Knicks. That's insane. That's, I mean, think about how the the fans and the, the organization feels. Like <laughs> it's been a while, a long time since they sniffed being in the finals or even in you know, going deep in the in the, right. in the playoffs, and they got a player or coach that's representing you know, the Eastern Conference. It's um, it's amazing. I mean, it truly is amazing there used to be a streak like that but they got the rangers the rangers won last night to beat carolina that's true they were playing in the stanley cup finals correct that's true see yeah. i i'm not a big hockey guy but the rangers to me are kind of like the cowboys of the nhl like they're this big you know brand and like this iconic franchise and i think a lot of people hate them just because of the market and stuff like that but even they're back you know what i mean like it's just Everybody but the Cowboys. So um, <laughs> that was depressing. All right. Uh, you going to watch any movies this week, Tony? Uh, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I think that, uh, 
I watched some other. My wife and I got into some uh, something on Netflix. Uh, I'll say Lincoln one last Law- thing. Lincoln Lawyer. Okay, is pretty good. I'll say one last thing. I'm gonna quit um, watching TV. So uh, I'm gonna stay Ray- off my phone too. That's my that's my new <laughs> commitment. Just stay off my phone. Put the damn thing up at 6 p.m. Right. and unplug yourself. Uh, on that last. My very last thing. Uh, Ray Liotta uh, died sadly last I week. Know. Um, yeah. And I. I just just a, a miss on my part. I have never seen Goodfellas and never seen Field of Dreams. I just somehow missed those movies over over my life. Wow. Um, and so I I know I know I'm not proud. No of no that. no. I'm just like I'm just when you said mention those movies, how big he was and Field right. of Dreams, Shoeless Joe Jackson, and obviously in Goodfellas played Henry Hill. I've seen Goodfellas numerous times. Well, but so those two movies right there, you you they're they're in the top ten. I made a pledge on a different podcast um, last Friday that I was going to watch Goodfellas over the weekend. But, um, you know, just got, you know, other stuff. The Obi-Wan Kenobi series came out. So we watched that. Stranger Things is out. I mean, there's a lot of stuff like, in, you know, then life and the car. Then the Star Wars got kind of overshadowed. Or, it, yeah, I mean, they, it was good. They, get, they got top gunned. Right. <laughs> yeah, uh, but um, I did watch the trailer for Goodfellas. And so I just need some convincing. That's because. I, and I realize it's an old movie, but like I watched the trailer and I have no desire to see the movie. And I, I it just it's I, and I think like that's 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 my fault because it's been so long. Like I watching the trailer. It looks so old. Like there's you know what I mean? Like the, like all this, the the fight scenes and the chases and everything. It looks so old. It's just it's going to be difficult for me to get. get into have you seen American like, Gangster with uh, Denzel oh, Washington? Yeah, but that movie's not that old. I mean, but are you saying I it's mean, that good? Are you saying that Goodfellas well, is that good? It happened. It happened in a time frame when it was older. It's like in the '60s or so. I you know, when you watch a movie like that, and Goodfellas was placed, I think it took place in the '80s or '70s. But anytime you got Ray Liotta. You got Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci. I mean, they got all these. They got all these mafia true. characters that you've seen. You, you watch The Sopranos. I don't know if you've ever seen The Sopranos. I actually never have. That's another miss okay. on my part too. But my so. point is, if you like organized crime movies, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. It, it's there's not really any 20th century time. You know what? You know what, movies. Tony? I I needed this. I needed somebody to like. I mean, you got. You're not gonna. Don't expect to be like Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> When you're watching Goodfellas, because right. it happened back in the seventies, RJ. Okay, you know what? You you sold me. I needed this. You know, I ha- I was having a moment of weakness. You know, I like I, this is what I was on a diet, and I was like, Tony, I want to go to Waterburger, and you were like, What are you doing, man? There's you salmon. Broad- yeah, you got to broaden your horizon when it comes to old people like me. But look, you got look. I, I give you another. Casino is good. Any look, anything, any movie with Robert De Niro in it. Al Pacino, you know, let's, you know, Al Pacino, you've heard of him, right? Any given Sunday, have you seen that before? Say hello. Oh, I was going to say, say hello to my little friend. I don't know what the oh, best yeah, Scarface? is. Yeah. Scarface. So Scarface look, the, is acting, awesome. the acting is amazing. And there's a lot of guys the, that get shot but the, and killed. The best Al Pacino movie, <laughs> Tony, is Scent of a Woman. That's the best Al Pacino movie. Oh, the, the one with, uh, where he play he plays a blind, blind uh, yeah he plays a blind lieutenant. Okay, Tom Cruise played the he he played he was with Dustin Hoffman. What was that? Oh, anyway, that's, that's Rain Man. Yeah, Rain Man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah he he doesn't make too many bad movies, but I'd really recommend uh, uh, the Goodfellas and especially Fill the Dreams. Okay, well, you know, I uh, I don't know when, and I, this this was I will promise this. 
because baseball does their like field of dreams game now. You know what I mean? Like they, they like actually go play in the field. I'm going to watch the field of dreams movie around that game. I don't know when that game is happening, but that's when I'm going to watch field of dreams. And I, I think that one will be easier to enjoy the oldness of as opposed so to the, the, speaking of field of dreams. Did they do that last year or was it earlier this year? Was it, it was year? last year? Um, oh, it's it's great. Oh, I'm it's looking amazing. this up right now. Yeah. Uh, when the game is, um, See. But I think maybe they had it before. Was it All Star breaks coming up the next next month? I don't know. I think maybe it was sometime. But the, it was the it was the Red Sox and the Yankees, and I like how they had Kevin Costner come out and kind of re uh, you know, relive and and redo the reenactment of them right. coming out, and that was really really cool. So it was, you were close. It was the White Sox against the Yankees oh, last okay. year. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was, uh, you were very close. Um, and it was, it was in August last year. It was August. I mean, 12th. it makes sense because it was the White Sox. It was part right. of that team. I, hello. So it was August 12th last year. This year, uh, we already have the opponents, uh, Tony, is the Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. And this game will take place on august 11th of this year so that weekend i'm watching field of dreams that's when i'm gonna watch it so i got between now and then to watch goodfellas but that weekend belongs to field of dreams yeah see it's like watching top gun before you go watch top gun maverick you have to get you gotta understand the bases and why why it's called the field of dreams so i I recommend that and it's not like you have anything else to do that's true it's not like like you have a newborn or anything you're not doing like 20 shows a week so You put um, that in, put that in your put that on your schedule right now. I've got it. Okay, cool. Um, well, <laughs> congratulations to me for picking Justin Thomas. Congratulations to the three Cowboys who made the list, and congratulations to your son on uh, mowing the yard. By the way, you kind of hate on the electric mower. Um, I understand that it's not as powerful, but it has its pros and cons. I'm I mean, sure you you have one, correct? I don't anymore, but I did, um, and I I kept it was a there's, there's no free ads around here. But it was a Ryobi. I don't know if that's your son's. Um, uh, that was the the model or the make. And I think they, that's they, his, I think that's what he has. Yeah, and they make other tools. And so, like, I I kept when I bought the lawnmower, it was a lawnmower and a leaf blower thing um, together. So I kept the blower, um, and I so I have the battery. So it's nice, like, to have the batteries, and I have multiple. But they have you know power tools as well. Um, so you know, it's it's different. I really yeah, hey, not everything. This isn't 1960, whatever, when Goodfellas was filmed and we're, wait, we're running wait, off wait, of wait, petroleum. Wait, you know? wait a second. When, when, whenever, let me just put it this way. This will be my last thought on your, the generation of electric, which, which is great. But when you have a strip that takes you 10 minutes to mow, you don't, you can do it with electric. When you have That's an acre, a fair point. When you have an acre, I, I tried that. I went to the store and I want to be like my son. I was like, okay, I'm going to get an electric blower. Because everything breaks down, to your point right. about that. It's all about maintenance. And you know how long it lasted? A week. I'm 15 minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> oh, the, the battery. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. And, like, I, and I still had 45 minutes of blowing to do. So I couldn't use it. Took it back. I agree. It's situational. It's situational. Yard um, service. Um, thanks, everybody, for hanging out with us this week. Uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. This was the 750.
more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.